There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to Episode 3 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for November 6th, 2005. I am your host, Scott, and I'll be taking you along on my journey through the world of short Masonic educational papers. A warm welcome if you're, you are a returning listener. If you're a new listener, a warm welcome as well as a bit of an explanation. The Digital Freemason is a weekly walk through the Masonic world of education. Many of these papers have been presented in my lodge, King George Lodge Number 59, in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. If you have any other pieces of Masonic education which you think might be useful in this podcast, please feel free to email me. As well, if you have any ideas, thoughts, or feedback, you can email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com. I look forward to hearing from you as we journey through the digital library of Masonic education. As part of the week leading up to Remembrance Day here in Canada, which is this Friday, I have called from the Royal Canadian Legion a piece of history of the poppy. As men in the military, a great many Masons gave their lives through the wars and peacekeeping efforts so that we can enjoy the freedoms we have today. I hope this piece on the poppy gives you a pause for thought. And I'll end this episode with a little Remembrance Day ceremony of our own. If you are unable to attend a formal ceremony this Friday, think about bringing along this podcast and giving it a listen at 11 o'clock. Each November, millions of poppies blossom in Canada. They blossom on the jackets, dresses, and hats of nearly half of the Canadian population, and they have blossomed for over 80 years, since 1921. The poppy is the symbol that individuals use to show their, that they remember those who were killed in the wars and peacekeeping operations that Canada has been involved in. The association of the poppy to those who have been killed in war has existed for at least 110 years prior to being adopted in Canada. There are records of the correspondents who, during the Napoleonic War, wrote about how thickly poppies grew over the graves of soldiers in the area of Flanders, France. The person who, more than any other, that was responsible for the adoption of the poppy in Canada was a Canadian medical officer during the First World War. This person was Lieutenant Colonel John McRae of Guelph, Ontario. John McRae was a tall, boyish, 43-year-old member of the Canadian Medical Corps. He was an artillery veteran of the Boer War in South Africa, and was described as a person with an eye of a gunner, the hand of a surgeon, the soul of a poet, and when he went into the line in Ypres on the 22nd of April, 1915. April 22nd was the first time that the enemy had used poison gas, but the first attack failed, and so did the next wave, and the next. In fact, for the next 17 days and nights, the Allies repulsed wave after wave of the attacking enemy. McRae wrote, One can see the dead lying there on the front field, and in places where the enemy threw in an attack, they lie very thick on the slopes of the German trenches. Lieutenant Colonel McRae worked for the dressing station at the bank of the Yeiser's Canal, dressing hundreds of wounded and never removed his clothes for the entire 17 days. At times, the dead and wounded actually rolled down the banks from above his dugout. At other times, while awaiting the arrival of batches of wounded, he would watch the men at work in the burial plots, which were quickly filling up. In time, McRae and his unit were relieved, and he wrote home, We are weary in body and wearier in mind. The general impression in my mind is one of a nightmare. Lieutenant Colonel McRae came away from Yipers with thirteen lines scrawled on a scrap of paper. The lines, which started in Flanders' fields where poppies blow. 
These lines, which are enshrined in the innermost thoughts and hearts of all soldiers who have heard them, John McRae was their voice. The poem circulated as a folk song, by word of mouth, and all who hear it are deeply touched. In the United States, for example, the poem inspired the American Legion to also adopt the poppy as a symbol of remembrance. In Canada, the poppy was officially adopted by the Great War Veterans Association in 1921, on the suggestion of Mrs. E. Gurren, a French citizen. But there is little doubt that the impact of John McRae's poem helped influence this decision. The poem speaks of Flanders' fields, but the subject is universal. The fear of the dead, that they will not be, that they will be forgotten, that their death will have all been in vain. Remembrance, as symbolized by the poppy, is our eternal answer to which belays that fear. Sadly, Lieutenant Colonel John McRae died of pneumonia in Wimereau, near Boulogne, France, on the 28th of January, 1918. He was 44 years old. In Flanders' fields where poppies blow, between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place and in the sky, the lark still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead, short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, lived and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, to you from failing hands we throw, the torch be yours to hold up high, if ye break face with us who die. We shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders' field. On November 11th, Canadians all across the country will stop and pay tribute to the men and women who were killed in the Canadian wars and military operations. Some will be remembered, friends, others, relatives long dead. Others, perhaps like yourself, will pause in tribute, but will really have nothing to remember. For millions of Canadians, the poppy has long been the flower of remembrance. It originated with a reminder of the blood-red flow of flowers that grew in the fields where many Canadians died in a place called Flanders. It remains the flower of remembrance. In the schoolrooms across Canada for a number of years, students have discussed remembrance, recognizing the sacrifice which others have made for Canada but were unsure how they themselves could respond. How could they do? What could they do? How could they live up to the expectations of the men and women who gave their lives for Canada and its future generations? Today there is an answer. It was always there, now it only seems to be much more clear. It has to do with unity. Canadian unity is not as strong as it once was. When men from all parts of Canada came together in a place called Vimy Ridge in 1917, everybody said it was impossible to take the ridge from the enemy. In a very short battle over a very cold day, the Canadians did what nobody else would thought was possible. They took Vimy Ridge. When the guns stopped, the Canadians were very happy. Not so for the victory itself, but for the difficult things they had done together. They were proud to be Canadians. Some of them, who were wounded and waiting to be shipped to hospital, lay on stretchers in tunnels in the earth. They carved maple leaves on the wall. It was a good time to be a Canadian. In another war, where the guns stopped at a place called Dieppe, the Canadians suffered a terrible defeat. This time, Canadians from east and west shared a defeat, and they were wounded, ragged soldiers who marched away to prison camps. They marched proudly, knowing that they had shared something difficult. And it was a sad time to be a Canadian. Thousands of young men from all parts of Canada faced death together at Dieppe. We can see their graves and read their names on the stones. The stones speak eloquently of ethnic and religious origins. They speak of men with a common cause, Canada. In Canadian schoolrooms today, 
There are students whose parents, or even themselves, remember other wars. Some remember the terrible ordeal of escaping to freedom. To them, the poppy can be a symbol of that freedom. But it is important for all of us to remember that the unity of Canadians in wartime enables us to enjoy freedom. Although Canada has repatriated her constitution, the spirit of the common cause is lacking. We are no longer sharing difficult things with a sense of unity. The poppy, then, is a reminder of that need, a challenge to each of us to seek out that spirit of unity which has sustained our forefathers and our country. Ha <laughs> ha 